Welcome to Safety Bites, a weekly podcast on all things related to workplace safety, hosted by me, Jason Schaffenbuhl. The thoughts expressed in this podcast are based upon my opinion and general best practices, which may not apply to all listeners. Always consult with a qualified professional before making any changes in your organization. In my role, I review large workers' compensation claims that involve injured employees of our policyholders. Over the past month, we've experienced multiple large claims from employees climbing ladders and climbing in and out of the cab of semi-tractors and other heavy equipment. In these situations, employees have generally fallen and broken a hip or other bones. In each case, the cause was generally stated that the employee didn't use three points of contact when climbing. Just to clarify, three points of contact refers to the process in which a person climbs a ladder or accesses an elevated cab of a semi or other equipment. As a person climbs, he either has two feet and one hand in contact with the ladder at all times, or one foot and two hands in contact. As the employee climbs, assuming we are starting with two feet and one hand on the ladder, he then reaches up with his free hand, grasps the ladder, having both feet and both hands on the ladder. Then, as he brings one foot up to the next rung, he has two hands and one foot on the ladder until the foot reaches the rung, repeating the process until he reaches the desired position. As long as the person climbing does not have a foot slip on a rung, miss a step, or lose the hand grip, climbing commences safely. However, slips, missteps, and losing hand grip is possible and does routinely happen and employees are seriously injured. If you listened to last week's podcast on the hierarchy of controls, you realize that relying upon training is one of the least effective methods of preventing employee injury. So we need to acknowledge that training on ladder safety and three points of contact just isn't the best solution to prevent ladder injuries, and we need to control the exposure when possible. First, can we eliminate the exposures of falling and the physiological, or the amount of physical exertion, demands that are created by climbing ladders? For getting in and out of equipment, there generally isn't an alternative to climb. For ladders, however, can we perform the work from the ground and utilize extension tools such as an extension pole? One example is the use of an extension pole with a light bulb grasping attachment. An employee using such a device can change light bulbs up to 20 feet off the floor without using a ladder if the bulb is directly accessible. Instead of using a ladder to reach to a height, can the ladder be replaced by an alternative device? Could scaffolding or a rolling staircase be used? Such a staircase provides a more secure platform on which to place one's feet and eliminates the need to grasp and hold the upper body upright to prevent falling. Ladders require significantly more upper body strength than stairs. Stairs also place less stress on the feet than ladders. The overall energy expenditure required to climb most ladders is greater than the energy expenditure for stairs. Thus, for aging employees or employees not in physically fit condition, stairs are safer alternatives just because of the lower forces and energy expenditure required. A better alternative might be to utilize an aerial lift. Whether a scissor lift, boom lift, or even a personal aerial lift, these devices minimize the potential for a fall as well as the energy expenditure necessary to climb. One manufacturer makes a platform that can roll through doorways, has a maximum platform height of 7 feet, and is elevated by the use of a cordless drill or optional battery pack. For about $2,600, this platform can eliminate 6- and 8-foot stepladder usage in many businesses, as well as the subsequent injuries that can result from such ladder usage. Just preventing a single injury would more than pay for the lift. They also make a model that can achieve a platform height of 14 feet for approximately $5,500. You've implemented the controls above and have eliminated some ladder usage in your organization, but I recognize not all can be eliminated. How do we make usage safer without relying upon training? First, we need to ensure the rungs of the ladders are in good condition and have a surface that is resistant to slipping. Second, 
specifically for semis or other equipment, there needs to be two handholds for employees to hang on to when climbing into equipment. One handhold is not adequate because you need to hang on with both hands. Third, before using, employees need to expect the ladder, rungs, and handholds to ensure they are in good condition and safe to use. For ladders, ensure they are properly set up. Most importantly, however, managers and supervisors must routinely observe employees selecting, setting up, and using ladders to ensure all safety practices are followed on a consistent basis. If management is not observing employees using ladders, then employees are not being held accountable for safe ladder usage, and employees may be using poor, unsafe practices, possibly leading to unnecessary injuries. I do not want to minimize the importance of ladder safety training. Any employee in your organization who uses or will likely use a ladder should be trained on its proper use. The training for an A-frame stepladder is different than the training on using an extension ladder, so ensure employees are trained on the types of ladder they will use. Training, however, is only exchange of knowledge and possibly skill if employees are allowed to practice and master a skill as part of their training. The knowledge gained may not be utilized unless management actively holds employees accountable to the expectations established. Rarely does training result in change when employees are not required to use their new knowledge and skill. As part of this training, we need to ensure employees understand the concept of three points of contact. No, I'm not giving up on three points of contact, as it is critical that employees understand and apply the concept. However, it's just as critical that we train and enforce that employees cannot have anything in their hands when climbing ladders or getting into equipment. When you have something in your hand, you cannot fully grasp and hang onto the ladder or handholds, putting you at significant risk of injury for falling. A general rule of, quote, nothing in your hands and three points of contact when climbing a ladder, end quote, should be the mantra. Now that we are at the end of this podcast, please take the time to review ladder usage in your organization. Have you eliminated the use of ladders as much as feasible? Do you utilize alternative methods when employees need to access items at height? Ensure you train employees on proper ladder usage, selection, and inspection. Do not forget the critical element of not having anything in your hands when using three points of contact. Most importantly, do you, whether a member of management or not, watch others using ladders and climbing into equipment, make sure that proper practices are being utilized? If you are not observing others and discussing both safe and at-risk behavior with them, you are doing a disservice to your fellow humans and possibly putting them at risk for a serious, if not fatal, injury. We can all do more and do better. We just need to take the time to do it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me next week. Until then, please make time each day to create a safer workplace.